Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Never again is now. Now is the time not to remain silent. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, that saying came from the Holocaust, and when we commemorate the Holocaust each year, we use that tag, never again, right? Right, and never again is now, because what we're seeing happening globally, and certainly in Israel, where this started with regards to the Hamas terrorist group slaughtering innocent people in the morning of October 7. Uh, Now we see this anti-Semitism happening around the world. Never again is now. Now is the time to speak. Let me go back and give a little bit of a history as to how we got to this situation. If you go back to 1937, 1947, and 1967, Then if you move up, we'll talk a little bit after that. The same thing happened. There were efforts to have a two-state solution. The British mandate actually proposed a two-state solution, one state for Palestine, one state for the Jews, and they could call it whatever they wanted to, but it would be one for the Arab Muslims, one for the Jews. And the Jews said yes, and the Arab Muslims at the time said no. They said no because they wanted the whole area called Palestine and they did not want any Jews. So they rejected it in 1937. They rejected it in 1947. They tried to destroy Israel when it declared its existence and sovereignty in May of 1948. And they did not succeed. Then they came after them again in 1967, and there was an effort to have a two-state solution. They said no. During the time of Bill Clinton, you had the Oslo Accords in 1993. The Oslo Accords gave jurisdiction to the newly created Palestinian Authority, formerly called the Palestinian Liberation Organization, the PLO. Remember that from the days of Mm -hmm. prior terrorism, the PLO, the Palestinian Liberation Organization. That was renamed to the Palestinian Authority, and Yasser Arafat was the head of the newly created PA under these Oslo Accords under Bill Clinton, and he was living in Gaza. They had control of Gaza, and they had control of many other places under the Oslo Accords in 1993 that are sometimes referred to as the West Bank, which would include Ramallah, Bethlehem, Jericho, and other places that they had jurisdiction in where Jews were not allowed to actually traverse. There actually are even now signs there warning Jews that they can't come in. And so then in 2005, 2006, the Israelis, to try to foster peace by giving more autonomy to the Palestinians, uh, they moved all of the Jews out of Gaza in the community known as Gushatim. They forcibly moved them away from their homes and their farms. Their farms produced, in some cases, up to 25% of all of the fruits and vegetables of all of Israel. 
and they exported those around the world to Europe. These farms produce tens and tens of millions of dollars of produce every year. These Jews were forcibly moved by the Israeli government from Gaza, the community known as Gush Etim, in these houses that they had built, synagogues that they attended, and farms that they had created and farmed, beautiful area right on the Mediterranean Sea, and they were relocated outside of Gaza. The Palestinians in Gaza, this was 2005-2006, came in, they destroyed the homes, they erected rocket launchers in the former synagogues, and they destroyed all of the farming equipment, all of the greenhouses. They had turnkey operations available for them to be farmers that would produce tens and tens of millions of dollars back then in 2005. Then in 2006, there was a political debate between Fatah and Hamas, and the ruling uh, political party, Fatah, was voted out, and Hamas was voted in by the people. The people voted for Hamas in 2006, and consequently, Hamas became the governing authority in Gaza, and the Palestinian Authority had to move. This now is under the prime minister or the leadership, if you will, of Mahmoud Abbas. Yasser Arafat had already passed. He had to leave Gaza because otherwise he would have been killed by Hamas, and now he is located in Ramallah. And so that's what's happened. Then what's happened is that Hamas and the Palestinian Authority have received, quote, humanitarian relief from the United States and from Europe and from the UN, and they have taken that money to indoctrinate children, to kill Jews, to aspire to become martyrs, not doctors, teachers, lawyers, or business people, or nurses. They aspire to become martyrs, to die killing Jews. And this is how they're indoctrinated in the schools. The UN has been part of that. UNRWA, the United Nations Relief Works Agency, that's been part of it. They've indoctrinated these kids from the school age, from the equivalent of kindergarten on up. And they've used these humanitarian funds to create tunnels, 311 miles of highly sophisticated underground tunnels located under hospitals, schools, with rocket launchers underground in mosques, rocket launchers underground in the Boy Scouts tribe where they meet for the Boy Scouts event. They have all this elaborate system underground, and the top three Hamas leaders have a collective net worth of $11 billion, $11 billion. They have homes in Qatar and Turkey. They have them around the world. These are the top Hamas leaders. So this is the situation that has been happening. They have been indoctrinating kids with American tax dollars and others through this humanitarian relief to kill Jews. They have been preparing for war. They have been doing these tunnels. They go out and fire rockets from a hospital. Then they go underground in these elaborate underground tunnel systems that have lots and lots of weapons. And so Israel is then faced with a choice. Do they not respond? Or if they respond, then Hamas will say, oh, well, you're targeting civilians. And then on October 7, of course, they came in to do this unbelievable slaughter against innocent people, so despicable you can't even really talk about it on air because it is so terrible. I know one of our staff members in Washington, D.C., 
was recently hearing a briefing by some of the survivors, and one of the stories was so disturbing, she had to get up and leave because uh, it was so emotionally gripping and gut-wrenching. You know, Matt, it's easy to question, you know, why why are the Jews always the victims in these attacks and all throughout history? But, you know, you look in God's Word and you see that Israel is His chosen land. His chosen people are the Jews. And He says, I will bless those who bless them. And, of course, the enemy, Satan, is uh, motivated to destroy them as a result. I mean, all throughout history, they've had to fight for their freedom. And then you talked about the Holocaust earlier. I mean, you see the demonic forces that were at work there to destroy these innocent Jews. And now on October 7th, you again see those demonic forces that were at work to destroy the Jews who only are asking for peace. Yeah, you know, uh, Bill Clinton, I heard him recently talking to a crowd and he was saying that he nearly killed himself. This would have been in 2000 after the November election was in process. So this was in the fall of 2000, as he's got a couple of more months before he uh, is replaced by the next president. In this case, it was George W. Bush. And he wanted to bring together these um, Palestinian Authority and Israel, create a two-state solution. And he said, I nearly killed myself. I worked out a deal where they could have all of Gaza, 96 to 97% of all of the West Bank and the Palestinian Authority, the Palestinians said no. Why? Because they did not want any Jews to remain in Israel. And you have that animosity against the Jews going back to mm. Egypt, Assyria, Babylon. You have that in Rome. You have that with Nazi Germany in 1947 and 1967, and now you have it now, not October 7th. And you see the mainstream media will, will talk about Israel you know, the Jews occupying Israel. They don't occupy it. That, that is their land. God gave them that the land. The names of the cities and towns are the same as they were thousands of mm -hmm. years ago in the Bible, and they're right. in the same location as right. they were in the Bible. And the Jews never did leave that location, never did. So now Joe Biden wants to give the Palestinian Authority and Hamas $100 million, and he wants to give UNRWA, the United Nations, $9 billion dollars. Mm -hmm. And we should say not one cent to fund terrorism, not one cent. For more information, visit CIDisrael.org. That's CIDisrael.org. Say no to funding terror. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.